everybody. Hi. <laughs> so this is Y'all Heard. Pete, what, what is the concept of the show? Oh, thanks for, for calling on me. Hold on a second. <laughs> this Are is you a, looking it up? This is a show where we try to tell each other and the audience about things that we might not know about. Sometimes we're going to try to cater to the other person. Like, I might come up with something weird that I think Marissa would like. And then other times, I'm just going to come up with something that I'm interested in, and I don't really care if anybody else is. But really, we, we hope that both, like, that you're interested in at least one of the things that we're talking about. Preferably both. Preferably everything we ever talk about, you'll be very interested in. So, in other words, we're going to teach you about things you didn't know you needed to know about. I, I think needed is a little... <laughs> needed to know about. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, my name is Pete Phillips. And I'm Marissa Phillips, and we're not related. <laughs> we're not related. We're not married. Um, I guess if we were married, we would be related. Hey, I don't know. I felt like there was that. a third thing that we're not. <laughs> you're not... Well, yeah. But, you're not my brother. Uh, you're not anything, yeah. We're not even the same ethnicity. But you know what? That's not important. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Marissa, tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I just I totally, totally stuck it to you. My name is Pete Before Phillips. Before we start... I live, oh, yes. I live in ahead. northeastern Pennsylvania, which is not where Marissa lives. And I, uh, I work at a college and I work on computers and I teach writing and that's about it. That's all I got for you. <clears throat> Maybe I'll get better as the show goes on. Uh, I live in Philadelphia. Which is the worst. I'm sorry, everyone who lives in Philadelphia. <laughs> Maybe it'll get better. And, um... Northeast Pennsylvania is not a picnic, Marissa. Well, yeah. <laughs> my day job doesn't matter, but I also write for a gothic fashion magazine called Gothic Beauty Magazine. Yeah, I still write for that. And I, uh, make dumb internet videos. And, yeah... Generally that. Do I do anything else? Marissa and I have identity issues. If you really want to be straight, Marissa is a writer by profession. But yeah. we don't really like labels. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I guess when it comes down to it, we don't really have any specific qualifications that make us great uh, to tell you about things you don't know. And if you found the show, then we're happy to have you here. So If you found it, how did you find it besides <laughs> yeah. my brother? Tweet at us and let us know. We'll tell you that stuff later. Yeah. That's what I call a tease. <laughs> so, Marissa, okay. what is... Uh, so, oh, the way that we're going to do this is that Marissa's going to bring a topic to the show, and I'm going to bring a topic to the show. We're going to try to have them correspond with one another in some way, um, whether it be strong or loose. And so, uh, today, Marissa's going to start us off, and um, we're, like, somewhat familiar with what the ideas are, but we don't... Again, the whole point of this show is that we tell each other things we don't know, so... I don't know exactly the details, and quite frankly, I don't remember the specific topic that Marissa is going to be presenting today. So, tell me about whatever it is, Marissa. Okay. I want to clarify that I actually know a lot about what I'm about to talk about. You do not, but I'm very qualified. (laughs) And I chose this topic partially because all of the information was already in my mind, and it's very dear to me. I am going to be talking about vampire transformations. Okay. If I may interject. Yes. <laughs> Since this is a discussion. Um, you really stressed right there your qualifications. <laughs> um, I think the audience might be wondering exactly what those qualifications are. Are you a vampire? Just We'll just start there. 
I was an aspiring one okay. in my high school years. Okay, okay. And I also did research to see if vampirologist was still a valid, acceptable thing. I do not think it is. Um, I own more vampire reference books than anyone should, and I have spent more hours than I can count researching to see if there was a viable way to transform into a vampire. I can't Am wait. Am I joking? No, I'm not. I can't wait to tell people my qualifications <laughs> for my end. All this said, this is a tragic topic as well, because I've studied vampires so intensely that I no longer think they exist. Oh, no. But, yeah, that said, uh, I was a goth in high school, and I ran with a bunch of other goth girls. I kept trying to study how I could become a vampire, and one of my friends that shall remain nameless had a sister that shall rename, remain nameless that I was told one day ran into the woods and said, like at night, ran into the woods and said she was going <laughs> to join, quote, the vampires. I don't really know what that story's about. Like, it's that easy. Yeah, I know. If it was that but... easy, we would all do that. Like, you'd have a bad day at work and you'd be like, I'm out. I'm going to go join the vampires. Exactly. So I put a lot of research into it. I studied it so much in the library, in my school library, that the librarian actually bought me the book I would always read after school. Uh, so I would just like to clarify that the information I am giving is not from Wikipedia, though perhaps it's on Wikipedia, but I actually was reading the Vampire Encyclopedia, the Vampire Book Encyclopedia of the Undead. Humble brag, I have books. <laughs> anyway, so there are three tiers. You can either become a vampire due to a Mind you, this was through folklore. I'm not saying this, but due to birth defects, okay, that right. would make you a vampire. Yeah. There are Get things you could do speak. while living that would make you come back as a vampire, or there are things that could happen during your death or to your corpse that would cause you to awaken as a vampire. So, before I start, Pete. What do you think the way to become a vampire is? So, I mean, I, 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 what you did not list is getting bit by another vampire, which seems like a very obvious one to that? me. And also, um, yeah, I think that's it. Like being invented by some lady who writes a book <laughs> called Twilight, because okay. though she was a goth in high school, she was a Twilight fan in college. <laughs> Shut up, shut up, shut up. I still am. Don't pretend. I know. I didn't have to my back on Twilight. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> seriously, I imagine everybody who's listening is like, well, the way that you become a vampire is you get bit by another vampire. I'm sorry, you get bit by a vampire, and then you become the other vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that actually, that, that did exist in folklore, but only, like, to a small degree in some uh, European folklore. But then that mostly became popularized through, like, literature and movies. But Which is where so, we all get our knowledge. So it makes sense. Yeah. We don't have fancy books like you. <laughs> so I will tell you about babies that are doomed to become vampires. Stay tuned, for, stay tuned for episode two if you're interested in babies. <laughs> Sorry. Children born with two teeth at birth, if they are not taken good care of, they will become a vampire. Uh, if you are born with a third nipple. Mm-hmm. That's true. I've if, heard that. If you're no, born with a red birthmark, or if you are a son 
of a seventh son. So if your father was the seventh son of his family, and then he, his wife birthed the seventh son, then that seventh son would become a vampire. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And that ri- stuff sounds, rise in the east. That stuff sounds silly, and when I was in high school, I read that, and I was like, this means nothing to me. I hate this. Right. So. Now, oh, because if you're like the seventh child, but you're a daughter, it's like, screw you, you're not a vampire. I ha- I'm not sure if it applies to the seventh Free daughter. gender men. Yeah, I know. Sorry, go So, on. while living, <clears throat> if you live a life of sin, which is very vague, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can come back as a vampire. But my, f- no, my second favorite one, this is not my very favorite. My second favorite one is a priest living in sin who performs a mass in a state of sin will undoubtedly come back as a vampire. Like a super vampire. Because he has like two levels working for him. Uh, so, also, um, what is this, what is this state of sin? Meaning like he, if he hasn't repented for a sin, like he's still like... Okay, I thought he yeah. was like having... Sex out of while. wedlock while performing no. mass. No, I didn't mean that. Okay. Or like stabbing yet. somebody to death during mass. No, no, I said that wrong. Okay. Um, sex isn't a sin. And this might be my favorite because it's absurd. If you live your life as a witch or a werewolf, that, you may come back as a vampire. That's like karmic bullshit. And that assumes you have to both believe in werewolves Witches and, and vampires. vampires. Yeah. That's so many levels. And again, we learned from the Twilight series that werewolves and vampires don't really get along very well, so that's like being yeah, yeah. a fervent racist and then coming back to life as a black person. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're not going to be excited. But, like, I'm going to pull all that back. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm going to keep talking. (laughs) Um, And now this. This one right here made me so excited. But in retrospect, it didn't make sense. Because I don't know where I would think I had, you know, like, uh, what's the word? Access? You're reaching? You made an at So if you eat the meat of a lamb that was killed by a wolf, you can come back as a vampire. And I was like, yeah, that's a ticket. Yeah, because Marissa grew up in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. So there is a possibility that you might have a lamb and a wolf. But I would have to, like, stalk a wolf. Yeah. Also, we didn't have lambs grazing in our backyard. (laughs) But yeah, so that one was tricky. You could have bought a lamb. Possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, as for ways that you can become a vampire either near or after death, people who died from violent deaths and suicide were said to come back as vampires. Uh, Which, that's that's tricky. yeah. And maybe a little too tempting for some. And a real bummer if they don't come back as one. Yeah. Um, Still dead. If somebody incorrectly performs your funeral rites, you can oh, come back as a vampire. That's not even your fault. I know. So that's weird. They should come back as a vampire for effing it up. But whatever. <laughs> um, 
Now, the other two, equally absurd, but I remember I read these and I was like, oh, yeah, I just got to talk to someone and make sure they do this. If a black cat jumps over your corpse or someone passes over your corpse with a candle, you will come back as a vampire. Okay. So, yeah, in my opinion, that But if the black cat is on fire, does that increase your chances? (laughs) It's not a candle. Unless he has a wick coming out of his head. (laughs) So, in your opinion, which one is the most attainable? I'm still thinking about the priest. (laughs) (laughs) In a state of sin. (laughs) Um, Well, which did you feel was the most accessible to you? It was, was I feel like the only reasonable one I could really count on, though, like I said, I don't know how, was to eat the meat of a lamb killed by a lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I really thought about that. It's, like, there's a lot of planning involved in this. Like, if I wanted to... If I wanted to be a vampire, I'm out of luck with that whole seven sun thing. Like, I have yeah. to now create seven suns and make sure the seventh one creates seven more suns. And then there'll be a vampire in my bloodline, but I'll be dead by then. What the hell do I care? You just live a life of sin. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of people living lives of sin, and they're not all coming back as vampires. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, I feel like and, there's way too many ways. This place would be crawling with vampires. Right. Or is it? But, yeah, like I said, I... By the way, I want to be proven wrong. I want to believe there's vampires. And it's very absurd that I don't believe in them anymore. Because I believe in almost everything. Like, you can tell me literally almost everything. And all I don't believe in are vampires and possibly fairies. But other than that, oh my god, you tell me anything, I believe it. But, um, to dip back into the uh, Marissa history, I can't remember if you actually got to meet the woman up here who was, who was considered a vampire. <clears throat> okay. I remember you okay. had some, you knew about her, you had some sort of... Yeah. So, everybody, while working for Gothic Beauty magazine, I interviewed a man for a book he wrote, and later he contacted me and asked if I would interview his fiancée, who was also a writer, but also coincidentally a real vampire, meaning a lady who drank other people's blood. Mm -hmm. I think I tried to contact her, and... I think I watched her kind of mentally unravel over Facebook, and I decided to not interview her. And then she got evicted from her apartment, and then the article came out that her apartment was kind of like, what's the word when it's like, like a hazard? Like, when places deemed a hazard? Right, like it was condemned, basically. Like it was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Perhaps also in violation of some her. sort of health code. Yeah, I think it had, might have had, I don't know if it had to do with the vampirism, but I think it did have to do with the blood. There, there was an article about her in some British tabloid magazine just about how, I don't know, how we were drinking everyone's blood, and then I read something about Everyone. how the house was real gross and had all this weird crap in it. So yeah, I did an interview with her, and I think I find real-life vampires... Not nearly uh, romantic as, you no. know, real, real, real ones. Because, like, practically, like, it's a difficult thing to pull off. You have like, to, like, actually, have medical knowledge, I would feel. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have enough people, like, being exsanguinated, you know? 
to like to be like, oh, well, you know, there's. You think you would hear about at least one person who was like drained of their blood if there was a real vampire up here, and and honestly, our local police up here not sharp, so I don't think they would like hide it. But you probably. I mean, that's the thing, like. A fetish vampire or like a murderous vampire? That's the thing. There yeah. was a serial killer called the called the vampire or whatever. I wish I remember his name. There were some vampiric serial killers, but a fetish vampire doesn't want to kill their victims because then they'll lose their source. Gross. They're steady source. Yeah. And did I never consider being a vampire like that? Honestly, I don't remember, but I imagine I probably did entertain the idea for a day or two. Do you still want to be a vampire? Like a. Like, assuming like, it's real. Like an undead one? Well, yeah. Or, well, I guess? What, do you, like you want to be the type of vampire that you wanted to be when you were a child? <sighs> Only if, like, my entire family and friend group was also vampires with me. It feels very lonely. Really? You don't get that, Marissa. Yeah, well, shut up. No. Because, <laughs> again, <laughs> then everybody would be jumping on the vamp train. <laughs> Choo choo. I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of sad stories about vampires for that reason, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of sad stories about vampires. Like, they're all just lonely and bored. Yeah. And some of them want to die and they can't. Ah. Uh, plus, if, you know, like, come on. Sure, there's things to live for, but, like, forever? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like,. I'd reinvent myself a lot if I was a vampire. And I'd do stand-up comedy. Well, of course, you, you'd have to. I mean, yeah, I'd have no choice. It'd be my destiny. <laughs> so, Pete, I yes. heard you also have something to teach me about vampires. Okay, so... So, no, I found out that this week's topic from Marissa was going to be about how to become a vampire. And I was like, geez, vampires, blood, okay... I could talk about this. Maybe like a m- month ago. And I have, I've been meaning to go back, but I haven't yet. I went to donate platelets. Marissa, have you ever done this before? No. Have I told you this story already? <laughs> Say no, because I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So I go <laughs> to donate. I went to donate blood two weeks earlier, and um, the woman was like, hey, you'd be perfect for platelets. And... Physically, I don't feel like I'm perfect for much. <laughs> so I was like, boom, I got to come back and drop off some platelets. So two weeks later, I go back and the woman's like, it takes a long time. It takes probably like an hour, hour and a half. So just, you know, make sure you have time if you come to do it. So I go on a Sunday morning um, and I bring a DVD. I brought the burbs, which, you know, is, is creepy, but it's not really vampires. And... um and I sit there, and the woman starts the one arm. Uh, I will explain what I mean. And then she straps that arm down, and she goes, don't move this arm. And then I'm like, okay, that sucks. Then she does the other arm, and she straps that arm down, and she goes, don't move this arm either. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh. Immediately my face is, starts to itch, you know, everything that could possibly itch. Uh, and so, But I can't do anything about it. And the lady was like, if uh, if something itches and you really need to scratch it, then you can call one of us over and we'll do it for you. But we really That's don't weird. like. But we really don't like to. Ugh. 
And I was like, I kind of respect this lady's honesty. Now, what they do is, Marissa, they take blood from one arm, and then they run it through, I'm going to say centrifuge, but I could be wrong, uh, which basically spins your blood around and sucks the platelets out of it, and then puts your puts your blood back in the other arm. So basically, your blood comes out of one arm, they suck the platelets out, they put the blood back in, then you've donated platelets. My platelets Ew. went to Buffalo, I think. Okay. Do they give you a placard to let you know where your platelets went? No, they give you a, an email. Well, that's <laughs> It's kind of like a... You know, I'm sure I could laminate it onto something. Um, and, and uh, oh, and a T-shirt. I got a T-shirt that I'm an official okay. platelet donor. Um, okay, so platelets are good. I meant, to, I meant to bring the pamphlet with me, but it's across the room. <laughs> uh, but platelets help people who have certain types of diseases, cancer, that kind of thing. So I was like, uh, all right, I'm going to talk to Marissa. She's got this vampire thing coming on. And so I Google to try to get myself started vampire platelets i imagine that since platelets are so good for certain people with diseases and stuff that a vampire would probably love platelets it's probably like you know <laughs> it's like the delicious part of the sunday like <laughs> okay <laughs> or or like you know like that's like a an orange like it gives you some juice some power you know stop so, making comparison um so I Google vampire platelets and the very first thing that comes back, which I assumed you must know about, Marissa, is the vampire facelift. Are you familiar with oh, the vampire yeah, yeah, facelift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. understand that the missing part of what I've already told you is that <laughs> they take the blood from one arm, they run it through a centrifuge, pull the platelets out, put your blood back in the other arm, and then they take the platelets and they inject them into your face. <laughs> and so you have to sit there for all that time having, having your blood drawn and put back in. And so, yeah, basically they take blood out of you, take the platelets out, and put it in your face or your forehead or wherever you feel like you need it. This was made famous in 2013 when, of course, Kim Kardashian went out and got herself some, some vampire facelift. And... um. Yeah, she seemed pretty happy with it, which is kind of weird. And at this uh, website called RealSelf.com, the Vampire Facelift, ha facelift has an 86% worth it rating, which means that 80%, 86% of the people who reviewed it, and it's 74 people total, that means 74 people who have access to the internet have received a Vampire Facelift. What anyway. does it do? Well, you know, it helps with your wrinkles, um... And again, you're taking sort of this platelet-rich stuff and putting it in your face. I guess kind of like Botox does, where, you know, it's it's kind of better for you. Um, but yeah, it's also known as the platelet-rich plasma facial. Um, yeah, which includes drawing blood from your arm, separating the platelets, and injecting them into your skin via micro-needling. The doctor runs a needle pen over your face while squirting the platelets into the mini Ew, injection holes. So gross. Since platelets, oh, here we go. Since platelets are high in growth hormone um, and the microneedling stimulates the skin to regenerate, the entire process is meant to aid cell turnover. So there was okay. this person on Refinery29 who actually got this, and of course, since the article was posted on Halloween, it gave it more credibility. 
And um, it's a pretty interesting account, and it's kind of disturbing looking. And she had a really bad experience with it, and she kind of felt miserable because she looked terrible <laughs> at the end. Really? Like, what did it do to her? Like, uh, her face. I mean, I would imagine this would happen to anybody who gets something like this done on their face. Like, the face was really puffy, it was really red, it was kind of bloody, like all that sort of stuff. So then she started to um, sort of wash her face a lot and try to kind of get past it that way. But, uh, yeah, she was not totally impressed with it. Um, did Is there a price tag attached that we know of? Ooh, there was, but I don't know if it's on this particular page. Oh, at realself.com, it says the average price is $1,100. Which... Ooh! I, I don't, that actually kind of sounds reasonable. <laughs> Does it? What do you mean? Botox doesn't cost that much. No, it doesn't? Okay. For somebody I might have who doesn't know up. anything about that. <laughs> but when I went to Korea, which everybody, I almost got Botox in Korea. She that's told right. me I could probably get it for a few hundred dollars under my eyes. But that's in Korea. Um, oh, crap. You just mentioned. Oh, the other thing that I found out is that Vampire Facelift and Vampire Facial are trademarked <laughs> um, terms. And so. Uh, they actually have a lot of things online where it's like you didn't get a real vampire facelift. Oh. You just, but you, but basically you got the same procedure. It's just you're not allowed to call it a vampire facelift. Now, what this made me think of to ask you, Marissa, is now this is a complicated question. I don't think I articulated it right when I wrote it down. But what would you be willing to take from another part of your body to make up for another part of the body that like is either missing something or like. Uh, or, you know, like, would help, I don't know, aid part of your body with doing something. Um, <laughs> See, I told you I didn't articulate the question right. I would take stomach fat <laughs> and inject it under my eyes. Okay. All right. How about you? Well... Um, when I was a kid and I had surgery, I actually did have a skin graft, so that made sense to me, you know, where they take a part of your skin from someplace else and they put it at a place that needs skin, so they took skin off my butt and they put it on my knee to make up for the skin that they, I guess, left somewhere on the floor. Yeah, skin from my butt, Marissa. But what does your butt look like? Well, my butt looks fine now. Well, you know, I mean, we could all use some work, but like, (laughs) the part where the skin came from... It took a while to go away, but, um, yeah, basically there were two rectangles of missing skin, and, like, that had to heal along with my leg. So they took it from the same side. Like, I had my surgery on my left knee, and they took it from my left butt. I mean, my left butt cheek. I don't have two (laughs) butts. I really don't have two butts, I swear. (laughs) I swear I only have one. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say from my butt, but... I don't know. I'm still young enough to have a perky butt, so I'd rather my stomach fat. <laughs> For some reason, too, I thought, what if they were like, hey, we could take a bone out and put some, like, some, like, rod in there instead to make up for your bone, and then we can, like, make teeth out of your bone. What do you think of that? To replace my teeth? Yeah, like, if you lost a tooth or if your teeth were rotting out like mine are. <laughs> oh. Huh. I think yeah, it'd be weird because, like, I, guess I, would need a, I, think, I don't know about medicine. Can I take a rib out? Sure, why not? 
Did Marilyn Manson do that? Or is that? No, you're not just taking a rib out for fun. No, but I mean for my teeth. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean like, if he didn't die, then I should be able to. Yeah. If anyone listening and knows that Marilyn Manson didn't do that, don't correct me. Right. No, it's the mystery. We need to keep the mystery alive. Yeah. So we learned about how to become a vampire, and we also learned about vampire facelifts because vampires are something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Would you get a vampire facelift? Um, no, no. I feel like I just have to take age as it comes. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, it depends on how much money I have. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, so say you were in Korea and a vampire facelift cost 50 bucks. Would you have done it? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes. If I was in Korea... And any precision... No, no, I'm joking. (laughs) If something to take away eye wrinkles would have cost 50 bucks, I would have done it. All right. Marissa Marissa lived in Korea for a short... Not a short period of time. It actually was a pretty long period of time. Yeah. Which is what makes her an expert on cosmetic surgery in Korea. I also had a friend who got a fair share of cosmetic surgery fair and was share. going to help me get my own cosmetic surgeries. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking. Peer pressure. Yeah, but I didn't because I left before I could. <laughs> she had to leave Even the though country my family thinks to I not get my skin. What? Your family. <laughs> you want to repeat that? <laughs> my family I medically whitened my skin. There you go. Yep. I didn't, for the record. <laughs> um, yeah, I forget what question I was going to ask. Things move really fast in my head. I'm always on. Just going, going, going. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else that you want to add about this whole vampire business? <clears throat> um. So, mm, if you were a vampire, would you get a vampire facelift? Probably not, right? Because you're like wasting the sweet shit on just putting it in your face. You'd rather it would that. do nothing because you can't really get any power from your own blood, and well, no, I ima- I'm sorry. That's thank you for pointing that out. In this scenario, I'm imagining you're taking it from a person who has, yeah. But that's almost like right. It's like first of all, they already are suspended. Well, I mean, you're suspended in whatever your looks were when you die, so it's like right. you need it. I, I mean, depending what vampire mythos you're going by but also um that's what they eat so it'd be like yeah it'd be like rubbing like if hamburgers made you look younger would you want to inject hamburgers in your face just like wouldn't you want to eat it more than face. like i don't know like no i wouldn't no that I was more of a it. that was more of like a hypothetical um not for you per se but i'm glad to know <laughs> that okay. there's a line where you would not get a vampire facelift. <laughs> no. I um. So yeah. What else do we have to talk about? <laughs> I said we were, at, <laughs> we're at about thirty minutes, and we don't really have a time limit set for the show. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? I guess I'm good. By the next episode, I'll hopefully get better at not talking over you. And oh uh, no, that's what that's what this is all about. 
I did it and, to you uh, all the time. You just didn't hear it most of the time. <laughs> oh. And uh, hopefully we'll think of a cleaner way to close things out. Yeah. Uh, so so Marissa and I are human beings, which means we have social media presences. And, um, and yeah, we both do, um, you know, like silly things with the Internet. So, like, I have a thing called Sports Card Truths on Instagram, and I take personal thoughts and attribute them to old baseball players. Say that again slower, what it is? I take uh, personal thoughts that I have in my head, and I no! uh, and I attribute... What? The name of your Instagram. Oh, oh, Sports Card Truths. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, as a reminder to you, Marissa, if uh, there's any sources that you want to share even though you were using books uh, if there's any sources or something you want to share please let me know so we can put them up on the website yallheard.me because oh, yallheard.us was 20 bucks yallheard.me was 4 okay valid <laughs> is that the only thing of yours you want to plug sure yeah there's always more yeah. episodes okay uh, as for me I do various things but the only thing important in my life right now is my Instagram called a courtship of veneer? Nobody there's, knows how to spell that. There's no A in the. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. In the title is. I'm just checking. That's what it's <laughs> called, but the Instagram is at courtship of veneer. V e n e e r. Um, that's where I dress as one of four Victorian characters and deliver very real. Victorian etiquette and advice. Very real. Very real. And and as a fan myself, I enjoy it quite a bit. Especially the advice series that has been going on. Uh, your sports cards choose... <laughs> sports cards choose... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good name. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it is fun on paper, but to say it verbally is not fun. Most things in life aren't. Shut up. So, this has been Y'all Heard. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, yallheard.me, and you can subscribe there because there'll be like a little RSS link, and you can freaking add it to iTunes yourself because we're new at this. Yep. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>